This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested, unfocused, lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> How do you feel about cursing? Do you curse a lot at work? No, not at work. No, I, I I don't curse that much nowadays, and I don't feel the need of it. Then, of course, I use a few words that are not that like heavy, you know, such as "fun," which is the Swedish version yeah. of like "fuck." Like it's not More really, like, yeah. It's yeah. like dress. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn it! Yeah, more of that. Um, so not like heavy cursing, mm. but I did curse a lot more, and I was actually told off by a friend of mine okay. or like a much older friend he was like you shouldn't curse it doesn't look good it looks like you're not educated do you agree or disagree with that yes and no yeah it's it's not the best look yeah. in a sense and uh, for some people that's their image right if you want that image sure myself not necessarily mm. Uh, but I'm not against cursing, not against cursing in front of children. They will learn it sooner or later. Mm. But there are better ways how to evolve your vocabulary and express yourself than cursing. I guess that's the point. What about you? You don't curse too much. I like to curse every now and then. Do you curse in Danish? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, I've also uh, cursed quite a lot when I work and when I do workshops with the uh, Okay, when you facilitate. When I facilitate. Mm -hmm. I, I think that sometimes it uh, breaks the ice a bit. I mean, it shows that, okay, yeah. all right, that's how we roll. We're in this kind of yeah, workshop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, so sometimes it, it works, uh, and I just sometimes I say the most stupid things in those workshops. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in Istanbul. It was I was facilitating um, 65 uh, partners in in PwC and these people they just don't give a fuck. I mean, like they do whatever they want. Yeah. So it's really hard to get them to do what I want them to do. And I have my ways, and I try one of the other things, and you know I um, uh, raise my voice, you know, and uh, and uh, <laughs> when I came, when I got everyone together. Uh, then I, at some point, said that they were a bunch of crazy monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> How did they take that? <sighs> they just left. Uh, and continued. Yeah, and continued. Nice, nice. So, and I think that's also what uh, what I've been appreciated <laughs> for a long time is this. I don't really care at what level of seniority people are at. Yeah. For me, people still need to respect one another. I mean... It's the worst thing in the world. I hate when people put people in boxes because of a title or something mm. like that. And I also see it from junior people that say, oh, but they're, you know, one or the other and we can't expect that. Or, you know, for instance, we're setting up a workshop. And then I said to my one of my co-facilitators, yeah, just let them set up the space. I mean, there's no reason for us to go around and try to... Uh, yeah. think about how they want to set up the space they yeah. have to set up the space You're and he adults. was like no we can't do that 
Um, because of the seniority yeah exactly no you can ask them of that Uh, and then you know that's also then you're also shaping that culture Mm. I mean you're also uh, enhancing that picture of those people are senior we can make them do these kind of things instead of saying hey guys we're all here in the same boat you're gonna use the space so you set it up the way that you want to do it if you need any help let me know and then if some you know fuck and shit comes along it's yeah. fine because it's all for ice breaking and if you feel like we yeah. uh, swear too much in this podcast then fuck, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to millennials at work episode i don't know which I lost the count. What to do? There's so many. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you have never tuned in before, Millennials at uh, Work is uh, is a podcast where uh, me, Edite, and my friend Rasmus, we we are two millen- millennials who like to discuss work uh, a lot. Uh, we discuss how we feel at work. We have a lot of reflections, a lot of opinions about it, and all the things that are surrounded or have to do with work. And we talk about it in a microphone, and all of a sudden it becomes a podcast. And hey, there's millennials at work. So welcome. This is this is what you're into. <laughs> you did it again. Wonderful. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Uh, yes. How are you? How are you, Rasmus? Um. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Mm, How are you really? For real. I'm a bit tired, to be honest. Yeah. Me too. It is. It is Tuesday after all. Yeah. It's quite late, but we'll do best. Uh, or we'll make the best out of it, right? Yeah. I'm in a good mood. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Tired, but... Haven't seen you in such a long time. It's Jesus. wonderful to see you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the same. I, f- I feel the same. It's um, it's actually quite... I feel a bit like in therapy mm. because there's very few moments right now when you sit down for an hour and just talk about, you know, yeah. what's on your mind. Yeah, true. So, um, welcome everyone. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to my own personal <laughs> reflection session. We get some feedback quite uh, quite uh, often that people can relate to this what we're talking about, and I hope that it's still the case. Um, so keep uh, keep keep sending that feedback uh, at at us, and uh, we're super happy to hear that. Um, so I hope even if we're tired, we'll still reflect, and you'll still relate. Anyways, enough about relating today. A very very relatable subject. Maybe we're talking about perks. Perks. Perks 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 That's the perks jingle. Perks is a thing that you get because you work at a place. Or yeah, I guess that's that's not a very scientific definition whatsoever. The thing that you get besides your salary. Yeah, exactly. Besides your salary, besides your colleagues and the title, but the other things. Maybe you're Maybe your colleagues are a perk as well. Can that be a perk? <laughs> I would say that that's, that's uh, <laughs> depending on what the kind of relationship you have with your cl- colleagues. What industry you work with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's not go in there. No. Should we check in? Yeah. Let's check in. LG. Yeah. I want you to uh, answer the question. How do you feel about Gary Vaynerchuk <laughs> and motivational uh, speakers uh, on social media as a thing. Yeah, well... Start with Gary, Gary, Gary V. Gary V first, yeah. Mm. Mm. 
Now, okay, let's 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 begin uh, where we should begin. I won't go into a rant against Gary Vaynerchuk or Weinerchuk. I never Weiner. 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 Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vayner. Vayner. Yeah, Weiner. 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 Chuck. So, uh, for the context, for those who don't know, Gary Vaynerchuk is, uh, I think, CEO of um, which media? V. Vayner Media. Vayner Media. Yeah, makes sense. It's a media company, and uh, he's one of those entrepreneur guys who's always on camera, always vlogging, always on all the possible social media. He's followed by a troop or a group or a team of uh, video makers, and and he's social media little angels around him uh, just documenting his daily life and then he has this um, way of aggressively in a sense I guess like most people would say aggressively right um, sharing his opinions about mm. all kinds of things from business to personal life back to business and money and he's very money oriented and growth and success and you know all hustling. those things and hustling oh yes of course and his keyword probably is hustle hustle so Gary Vaynerchuk is all about the hustle and I think okay the first time when I heard about him was very early at Hyper Island one of our um, one of our classmates uh, at that time was I think he was a fan of his. I can't really remember right now, but he showed me his videos and I was like, fuck that guy. I mean, seriously, this is this is so not cool. Mm. It's just for me, it was, yeah, okay, too much energy. At the moment, I don't uh, I don't um, follow his uh, his uh, social media. I have tried. It was way too much for me. I couldn't take it. And on, on the other hand, I think if you are in that mindset or if you are an entrepreneur who uh, cares about the same things as money, growth, uh, a lot of those, like a lot of like maybe quite an American mindset in the sense of like, yeah, the hustle. Um, in some ways it can be, I don't know if inspirational is the word, but more of a motivational. needed, yeah, like motivational needed to have the kind of, this inspirational speaker in your face all the time because it gets you going and maybe you can relate even at sometimes because for me my life is first of all my life is very like different from his that's one thing and that's maybe not the biggest problem but I'm also just not interested in the things that he is and I can't take uh listening to that you know as a personality not my favorite type but also I feel much less anger towards him than I used to now I feel like yeah if you can get things out of what he's saying because you know he does know a lot of shit and he has he definitely has succeeded a lot in his life so he knows a thing or two you know it's worth listening to people like that but the ways of how he got there not the things that I want to do so that's kind of the end of it you know where my and Gary's relationship kind of uh end and that goes to a lot of motivational speakers. I think there's so much bullshitting around and so many things that they think that they have to act and constantly need to be visible and in our faces and showing off of how they never take a day off. And in general, I just feel like um, it's not the super honest way of communicating at the, at the end of the day. If it... It all depends on what's your motivation behind that, I guess. It's I try to not care too much nowadays. 
Now it's like, let them be. What do you think? You're, I, you're an entrepreneur. I really think that you should have your own social media motivational channel. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just motivate people. To do what? Whatever. To not go. Follow their these. dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that could be so fucking great. It's like the, the guy, what's his name? The Just Do It guy. I can do like a remake of that. The Just Do It guy? Just do it. <laughs> Had the shine of both of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can do a, do a version of that. Ah. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Probably not happening anytime okay. soon. <clears throat> I think um, at some point I was uh, totally hooked on, on Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, I think that I've been throughout uh, most of my life been very, you know, eager on growth. Uh, how can I be more productive? How can I this and that? And sometimes getting a motivational uh, kick in my ass is uh, has been motivational. I think that he, as you say, actually says a lot of good things. Mm. I think that he knows a lot of good things. But I also agree he's fucking annoying and uh, way too much. So I think my relationship to him is knows a lot of good things, take what you can use, and then, you know, don't watch too much of it because you'll be brainwashed. <laughs> it's not healthy. And I think that goes together with everything, like motivational speakers. Mm. Ugh. Kind of hate it. He um, asks very few questions and think he knows the answer to everything. Mm. There are some people that when I talk to them or when I hear people talk, they think they know everything. And I don't think that's a very charming uh, or honest uh, way of talking to someone else or living your life. Mm. Uh, I think it's much more interesting with the people that ask a lot of questions, mm. um, like flipping it around. We see it uh, so much with consultancy today. For the last 50 years, consultancies have uh, have been paid a lot of money to become the experts. Now it's more the coaching mm. consulting, right? Being able to ask all yeah, the right questions. Yeah. I think that's so much more interesting. And I think yeah. that if he would exercise that muscle a bit more and motivational speakers in general instead mm. of saying tell me tell me 30 seconds and then I'll tell you exactly how to live your life yeah. that's just so so Gary if you listen to this ask some questions ask some more questions <laughs> okay yes that was a long check in perks Perks. Perks. What's your favorite perk at the moment? <laughs> Another checking question. No, it's a... Uh, but yeah, that's that's very on point. Um, what's my favorite perk? I know what's my favorite perk. Um, Is it the coffee machine downstairs? <laughs> no. Was it, it a mean coffee though? Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I made Rasmus a coffee earlier and um, it went fine, mm. apparently. No, but before we go into like specific perks, I guess um, should we explain what uh, perks is? What perks is? Yeah. What is it? It's benefits. Should you, should you call it the benefits? It's like add-ons mm. to your work life that uh, usually your company where you work at uh, provides. Yeah. And they can come in form like extra bonuses for specific things that you do. It can come uh, in form of freedom 
So the freedom to work from home once a week or whenever you want training and in form of uh, gym cards. Massage. Of, yeah. It also comes in form of free food. Mm, true. Snacks. Snacking, snacking. Um, yes. Oh, like uh, away days and social events mm. and, you know, um, parties and that kind of thing that like you do. So together. everything that is not your salary <laughs> that exactly. makes it attractive mm. as a greedy yeah. young millennial consumerist uh, yes. to work at the company. Exactly. And that's and that is the reason why we're talking about it today. If you wondered, is it is because, I mean, when else have the world her- heard more about the things that a poor job giver needs to do yeah. to lock down people yeah. at their company than today when everyone expects so much and to lock in the right people and the right talent you need to just shower them with um, with perks yeah yeah i remember my favorite um perk the day the first time i got a company phone i was <sighs> like whoa this is nice open the box and you're like I'm an adult <laughs> it almost like one of these cards when you open and then it sings the birthday song it's the same you're an adult uh, and then then it all goes downhill from there <laughs> yeah exactly and then it just sucks then it's just uh, get emails 10, 11 o'clock in the evening <laughs> you're like I'm like well I'll shut this off yeah but yeah. I think um, to to give an example a lot of these Silicon Valley Companies were very famous for giving all types of perks, yeah. uh, like uh, decorating, you know, the company in crazy uh, ways, uh, mm-hmm. having extreme uh, types of uh, food, you know, different food courts and restaurants and street food and mm. great coffee and you know massage and all these kind of things mm. uh, that became you know like a playground, almost like a retreat exactly. uh, when going to work. And it feels like there's still that kind of, there's a difference with what perks you usually associate with, let's say, startups who usually have a lot of investment at the beginning. And Mm. then that's how they lock people in as well, because they can invest money in perks and different kind of crazy things that you do together. And then there are like more maybe corporate uh, perks that are more regular, what's a regular company? Yeah, regular perks, I'd say. So people expect, of course, different things from 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 different companies. But especially in the startup scene, if you don't have perks, it's kind of like, are you in a startup? How do you feel about perks? Is it important for you? Um, to some extent, yes. But I think I see some of the perks that I have, let's say, at my current job or in jobs previously, I see as just, I have that perk and that helps me to do my job better right i don't necessarily see it as like oh my god you know what i get at my work also it is super 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 nice to have um things like that for example i mean in sweden it's very it's very common that you get um uh, this wellness budget uh, Mm. thing that you can cover your uh, gym card with or if you need any like massages or stuff like that which is amazing. It's really cool that we have that. I don't necessarily see it as a perk. And maybe it's because after a few years here, you're just spoiled. You see it as like a given that obviously you will have something on your on your wellness budget. The question is how much, mm. right? 
Um, but then as a, like, I think my absolute favorite perk right now and that I see the most, that was actually was a big, not a big reason, but like, um, it gave that extra boost and motivation for starting the job, uh, was, uh, was a training budget mm. because that is something that first of all, it's, um, I don't know if it's similar to everyone in the company. I'm not sure about that, but it's, it's still quite excessive and it, it also, it says a lot about a company and the culture mm. and just investing that money into being ready to invest actual money in people every year. Mm. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're new or uh, old in the company or like uh, have been there for a while. Uh, that I think it's it's both a statement, uh, which any perk of that kind is, you know, snacks mm. for free is a statement at the end of the day, right? Mm. Uh, the same goes for training, but it's also, it's really good for me. Because I can use it. That is knowledge and I can take it wherever I want after that. I have two things that I want to share. First of all, I think it's very millennial to have a, a training budget or like mm. perks for, for training and development. Yeah. I think that's very attractive to uh, all millennials because we have this constant desire to develop and grow and become better yeah. and these kind of things. Uh and then also, as you say, perks is a great uh, way to set culture. Yeah. So, for instance, uh, there's a gym membership, uh, but there's also a, a training like development. Uh, but also things like, do you have snacks or do you have fruit? Uh, mm -hmm. What kind of perks do you have there? Um, can you take one day off at uh, from, from work a month to just relax and do nothing? Or like read or, you know, do you have an unlimited book per budget? Yeah. Uh, those kind of things. So it's a great way to also set a culture through perks. Yeah. It does set the tone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like what is it that we value here? Mm. Yeah, because it's a difference if you can get, uh, let's say, a day where you can work from home or um, if you're in a sense... Uh, pushed by peer pressure into like going out for beers you know mm. it's a very different um, mindset yeah. for those both because for some companies it can be the most people who work there are like damn just give us the beer and we will you know be we will slave for you forever you mm. know because it's it's fun because we love working together and then we love getting drunk together and it's fine mm. and then the other part is like or I need to sometimes get away from the office and, and, and work from home. And I don't know, because I have uh, a family or way too many, or it's way too stressful or whatever is the reason. So it definitely sets a tone uh, in, a, in a company. And one thing that I'm quite annoyed about is this idea that what millennials want is what they, what I think it's Simon Sinek, right, who says it at the jingle of this podcast as mm. well that you know we just want free food and bean bags mm. which is not uh correct no, i would exactly. say uh, okay of course um when you're maybe starting out and if it's your first job and you go to a company and they ask you uh what would you like to drink and that doesn't mean water or coffee but it means this soda that soda or from this um fountain of uh, whatever milkshake or from that fountain one little thing, do you remember when we were at the Spotify headquarters? Just, yeah. Wow, that was yeah. the like I remember I took so many snacks <laughs> from that kitchen. We went to a study visit to Spotify and they have this, uh, of course, they have like snacks for free for and everyone. Like they had 
everything. Imagine 40 people going into that kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Students. 40 <laughs> students and you can just have any snack and like great snacks. Yeah, yeah. So it does do something to you as a young person. Who but it's not something, I mean, I, I think it's back to, you know, for instance, snacks doesn't change the culture. It's no. something fun to have, but it let's be honest, it, it doesn't change the culture. It doesn't change. Uh, it changed retention. Yeah. It's a fun little thing, yeah. but it doesn't, in the long run, changes everything. No. It's also where you are in life. I mean, mm. uh, if you've never had a job before and you know uh, you've never bought, you know, snacks uh, because they're overpriced, and you've been on, the, you know, um, student money for mm. the last five years, then yeah, hell sounds yeah, like a dream, a, right? It's a great part, then. yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, then uh, three weeks are gone and then it's like, ah, yeah, doesn't really matter. Yeah, and you can't buy everyone with that. No. It's also, I mean, what you're saying about like certain things you can't do and expect that the culture will change for no. that. You know, everyone won't have like a constant sugar high and will be super happy because you pass them on sweets mm. and uh, nothing will change if you have bean bags. It's, uh, I had a um, guest from another very, I won't name the company, but it's very... Corporate, well-known, big conglomerate um, uh, visiting you here. Unilever. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let, let's not. Uh, let's and, not play that game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we sometimes have people coming in, and because uh, our office looks quite, uh, it, it is quite fun. It's decorated. Is uh, they've obviously thought about people actually working here and they're humans and they need more than white walls around themselves um so people are usually quite impressed and i talk with this guy about that and he's like oh yeah i mean yeah our uh, office isn't that great of course we are thinking of adding some beanbags though soon <laughs> and at that moment i'm like and he's 40 something you know <laughs> what a great guy so i'm like i didn't know if i should tell him yeah oh no <laughs> or, dude that's not gonna change anything what do you it's think beanbags will change? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's really hard to get out of them it's <laughs> like you will all look super dumb that's the culture change <laughs> oh um, amazing but maybe Maybe that changes culture, you know, yeah. you like don't feel so uptight and yeah. uh, don't uh, take yourself too seriously when you sit in the beanbag. No, but that, that's the thing. It's the same with foosball tables and, mm. you know, all that stuff. It's just, it's an element of your workspace. It's not a perk mm. that will uh, make or break someone, especially nowadays with everyone adding stuff to their perk list uh, and people valuing training budgets, freedom, mm. uh, extra vacation days, blah, 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 whatever, like much more than yeah. than all of that stuff. Free food and beanbags. Yeah, mm. exactly. A great friend of mine, he uh, he got the psychology, uh, psych psychologist uh, consulting. Mm. Uh, so he had, he could go to a psychologist not because he, you know, had issues or anything, but just just check in. Just to check in, and uh, he loved it. I mean, That's just awesome. uh, having someone to open up and share things with, and you know that that person is just uh, yeah. just there to listen. I think that that's a fun perk. That is an awesome initiative as yeah. well. Because it gets, like, it. first of all, it takes away the stigma from mm. therapy. And, like, yeah. if it's if it's 
I mean, allowed and kind of even not initiated, but um, encouraged, encouraged to for everyone to use that. Mm. It sets a completely different tone, yeah. and that is the culture change, right? But there's also something with the uh, inflation of everyone having a therapist. No. I think that that's also you know. Yeah, that's the, that's the other uh, yeah. side of that yeah. <laughs> extreme side where like everyone is needing that all the time. But okay, that's a different episode maybe. Mm. I had one thing because I think that also if people are offered perks, then I think most people will take them just because mm. it's free. Yeah. For instance, um, at my old job, I could fly business. Uh, and, uh, and you did. And I did once. Mm. Uh, and um, because I could. And, mm. uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, those money would have been spent much better somewhere else. Uh, but just because I could, I wanted to try it out at least once. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same with, with the perks in general. I mean, if I can get a free massage every week, yeah, mm. might as well take it. Yeah, Do I need it? Maybe not. Yeah. Can I get consultants, uh, consultancy at a psychologist once a month for free? I'll take it. Do I need it? Maybe not, but yeah. it's for free. And yeah. I think like uh, when thinking about it and also I remember I used to uh, live together with a, a guy who worked at McKinsey, mm -hmm. the consultancy, which is the number one consultancy in the world. Mm. They're in a bunch of money. Mm. He got picked up in a cab every morning from his home. What? To and from work, uh, from home to work every single day in a cab. In and Stockholm. it took In Copenhagen. Oh and he God. could bike to the office in 15 minutes and taking the, the, the taxi in the morning traffic maybe takes uh, approximately the same. That's, That's like... What? disgusting that's <laughs> both disgusting but also you're just a waste of money yeah and uh, so fucking crazy and sometimes i feel like spending money on stupid stupid things yeah that that that's when it becomes too much and i think that if you are in that kind of company in that kind of level you probably also don't appreciate it as much as the people who uh get perks because they i don't know they're like maybe mid-level perks but something that yeah. really boosts their yeah i don't know health work life work life balance mm. whatever else and but yeah. it's the same the first time i took a cap on the company bill yeah. fucking amazing of course. taking a cap yeah. what yeah i mean it feels good and then you know now i've taken yeah. 30 plus caps it's not I mean it doesn't feel special anymore and I think that's important to remember you know it's my the snacks and the taxis and the whatever it is that you get might be mm. fun for a couple of times mm. but it, mm. you know you get used to it. it's not really that important yeah. uh, maybe that's the thing about the status things once you add any status into your perks mm. it will only last that long you mm. know but if you make your workplace look good in terms of like people enjoy being there, yeah. if it's in a good place in mm. the city that everyone likes to be there, there's a lot of lunch, cool places to mm. go around. It's not in a fucking middle of nowhere where you just like stare in a other side of the road in a like a cement wall. If it's great catering, really, yeah, <laughs> yeah, great catering. If it's uh, if there's wellness budget and like if you can 
gain more knowledge at work or like whatever, learn mm. at work and actually, you know, get paid for it. Those are perks that kind of like stay with people and they actually, yeah. you know, they they keep people sane and at work. And then mm. on the long run, they're like, can I imagine working without it? No, it's actually really nice, you mm. know? Yeah, most people won't think about it. Like, will I um, not maybe quit my job because the snacks here, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, they're so good. Because that's not really investing in people at the end of the day. It's like, it's not investing at all, actually. No. It's investing in the other way around. Yeah, there. it's just spending money on stupid no. things. No, but if you if you do feel like invested in, mm. you're also more loyal, right? Definitely. So, yeah, um, yeah then you don't want to fuck up that. Very true. Should we summarize? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. Okay. So, perks are nice. Of course, we all love perks. We were raised believing that perks are great, and uh, and they are. They can be uh, if they're done with the right intention. Um, perks like perks that. Uh, end up improving your work-life balance or life at work or your um, your relationship with your colleagues and the overall feel um, at your job. That's great. The questionable perks like candy, um, cab to your <laughs> job, which is 10 minutes away and so on. Those can be, I mean, they're, they're still perks, right? Some people can appreciate them, but they probably will not keep anyone at the job and probably at the end of the day, not a good, um, not a good waste of money. And it doesn't really do anything for the organization. No, that's a, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a thing. Mm. So uh, at the end of the day, perks are good. And we, we do, as a, as a generation, we do have a lot of expectations uh, that has to do with perks, but also in the previous years, our mindsets as the generation have changed quite a lot as well as we think as we think here at Millennials at Work. Um, to, so the mindset has changed from uh, going after uh, sliding. What is it? What is it called? Like what they have in Google, you know, like when in the. 2004 mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone thought it was cool the the sliding i know the kids playground in the middle of a workplace no one thinks it's cool anymore okay let's let's just face it so things like that <laughs> i think it's just called a slide yeah a slide yeah, slider that's a burger right that's yeah right. exactly that's a small burger <laughs> so as a manager think about what perks are both good for your company but also good for the long run for your millennial uh employee or any employee at the end of the day. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? No, good. I'll take it. Mm, cool. I like perks. It is yeah, nice. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, free things are, are great. But we do work for them as well. If you look at it in a, you know. But I really bigger. like the whole idea of like seeing perks as a way to direct what kind of culture that is that you want to mm. set. True. Yeah, I mean, that was like, very that's, important. I think that's yeah. the most important thing, like. A, the perks that you offer is a, a, a perfect uh, example of what kind of culture you want to set. It's a mirror for your culture. Mirror. Boom. Here Boom. it is. Here it is. Ah. Okay. Check out. Check out. Do you have a checkout question? Mm. Any other influencer that we should blame for all the bad in the world? Or no, they <laughs> no, get Gary, a lot. Of, fun. They get enough heat as yeah. it is. What is one of our favorite episodes of Millennials at Work mm -hmm. and why? 
That's a good one. Thank it's you. a good one. It's um, inbound marketing. Yeah. Great. I inbound love that. Marketing. I think it's called like that, right? Let me check. I'm opening my podcasts app and looking for millennials at work. So many great titles here. You know what I heard recently? No. A listener of ours got a mentor for herself mm. because of our mentor episode. Amazing. Episode number 32. That's pretty cool. Good. Number nine, Office Apparel, a boring name for a great fashion problem. <laughs> That's a great title. That's You're really good with the titles. I... You have to pick one. I think I'll. Uh, I think my favorite is uh, number thirteen, vibing with your next job. Mm. I remember that was quite good. What do you remember from that one? I think it was just you know the whole thing about being able to be a bit more selective and reflective about the kind of job and the kind of job place that uh, mm. one should uh, try to to find. And maybe not be as desperate uh, on like just finding something, mm. but make sure that it's a right th- fit. Yeah. Because it is fucking important um, yeah. to find something that is good. Good and something mm. that suits you. I agree. That was a good one. But also like the networking dance. Yeah. Also remember that was a good one. Number 14. I think uh, LinkedIn or linked out was classic. 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 <laughs> fucking classic. Classic first episode. Yeah. I do like the onboarding equals culture because I think it had a lot of tips. It had a lot of our own good stories. It really showed from our perspective how onboarding does say so much about your company culture and why is it so important Mm. and why the hell do we don't talk about it more? Mm. That was was good for both the um, employees and employers to listen to, I think. Let us know which one is your favorite. Or maybe do a re... Regram. Yeah, I mean, uh, part two, whatever, yeah. version two. We've grown, we've learned. throwback Thursday. A throwback Thursday. Throwback Tuesday. Yeah, 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 of course. One of those. Mm. Uh, do something like that. Uh, and anyways, write to us. Uh, find us on Instagram as millennials at work. And otherwise, we speak to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. I'm a millennial.